Welcome to episode 194 of the TruthQuest podcast, a practical guide to save the American financial system. Before we get started, I want to ask you to do me a favor and share the show. If you're on social media and topics such as the American financial system, secession, the petrodollar, the Great Reset, or the John Durham investigation comes up, please share the topic-specific TruthQuest episode with your debate partner. Episodes are available on a host of platforms including iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, BitChute, Brighteon, Rumble, and Instagram, where I post a short highlight of each show at instagram.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Whatever platform you may be listening to this on, please take a moment and give it a five-star rating, hit the like button, or leave a positive review. Another way you can help grow the show is to throw a small donation my way at the TruthQuest podcast patronage page. All donations will be used to drive awareness of the podcast through online advertising. See this episode's show notes page at truthquest.podbean.com for details. And finally, please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. The system formerly known as the United States financial system is officially a shit show. $30 trillion in debt, over $100 trillion with unfunded liabilities, M3 money supply at record levels, which means record high inflation, prices of everything have exploded higher, the gold standard, otherwise known as the Bretton Woods Agreement, has been gone for 50 years, the petrodollar scheme that replaced it is crumbling. That's the subject of episode 190 if you're interested. The Washington establishment has no desire nor any incentive to do the right thing. It will take a radical round of new leaders willing to do hard things to right this ship. Right now we have the fox guarding the hen house. I get tired of bitching and moaning while pointing out the obvious. For longtime listeners to the podcast, you know that I like to offer solutions. When it comes to saving the country from itself, the only viable solution I have arrived at is state secession. I've produced a number of episodes on the topic. I will list them all in the show notes page, but the most recent one is episode 192, A Practical Guide to State Secession. After producing that episode, I started thinking about how we could save the country without splitting it into pieces. Consider this episode me throwing ideas out to the universe. Similar to my Practical Guide to State Secession episode, let's consider this an open thread, a conversation starter. The system is broken almost beyond repair, but I have some ideas. I would love to hear leaders and talking heads discussing these ideas. To start with, we need to separate the national debt from federal spending. Both are decades in the making, but one is a wild, untamed elephant, the other more like a controllable, domesticated puppy. If you don't train it and set boundaries for its behavior, it will destroy your house. So let's get started. First and foremost, the Federal Reserve needs to be abolished. This will help with the debt and spending. Number one, because it's unconstitutional. Number two, because it's the root cause for the demise of the American financial system. And number three, it will no longer be necessary because we are putting the dollar back on a gold standard. Without going into too much detail, the Federal Reserve is the largest buyer of treasury bonds. Now pause, think, and digest. The Federal Reserve is the largest buyer of treasury bonds. Does that strike any of you as problematic? The federal government sells its bonds to the federal government? Really, this Ponzi scheme must end. The Federal Reserve does have some control over the prevailing interest rates via its Fed funds rate, which is held at damn near zero for what, over a decade? 
This causes all sorts of malinvestments in the economy, which in turn causes all sorts of other problems as described by Austrian economics. So step number one is end the Fed, which will help to a certain extent with both the national debt and federal spending. Now let's zero in on the national debt. What are our options? We could simply default on our obligations, essentially declare national bankruptcy like countries like Russia, Argentina, Belize, and Ecuador have done recent years and decades. Start with a clean yet devastated slate. Of course, the magnitude of a U.S. default is nothing like that of these other countries who were dealing in hundreds of millions and billions of dollars, whereas the U.S., of course, is dealing in trillions, tens of trillions. What are the alternatives to default? Well, how about we start selling federal land in order to pay down the debt? The federal government owns some 654 million acres of land, 28% of the acreage that makes up the landmass known as the United States. I've said this before, the federal government should not own any land outside of Washington, D.C., short of maybe military installations. That's the only land mentioned in the Constitution. Federal land ownership is one of the greatest perversions of the American system that I can think of. You tell me whether this is twisted. So-called federal land comprises 85% of the state of Nevada, 60% of Alaska, 57 of Utah, 53 of Oregon, 50 of Arizona and Idaho, 45% of California, 40% of Wyoming, Colorado, and New Mexico, and 30% of Washington state. Now notice all those are western states. It gets better as you move east, but that's pretty insane when you think about it. In the Midwest, it tends to be between 5 and 10% for most states. 3% North Dakota, 2% Texas, 10% Michigan, 5% Missouri, and Louisiana. On the eastern seaboard, there's next to nothing except for about 10% of Virginia. And in the south, it's about 10% of North Carolina, 8% of Florida, 4% of Georgia, and 2% of Alabama. So, what kind of money are we talking about here? Well, when you look at the average price per acre, and I'm just going to pick right in the middle, but about $2,000 for your average farmland. And if we sold all of the federal land, it would be about $1.4 trillion. We have a $30 trillion debt. If you, as you go up in price, say $10,000 an acre for all the acreage that's currently federally owned, we're only talking about $6.5 trillion. So it's really a drop in the bucket when it comes to the actual debt amount. Now I can hear lots of objections. For the purposes of this episode, I'm not going to address many of them because I want this to be a conversation starter. But one that I hear constantly is, what if China comes in and buys a bunch of land? To that I'd say, so what? It's not like they can take it with them. And we still have environmental laws and zoning ordinances. And we could add deed restrictions to the land if it makes you feel better. Here's another idea. Restart drilling on federal lands and sell it for dollars, just like we were doing during the Trump administration. This will create some artificial demand for dollars, much like the petrodollar scheme. Now, this is only a stopgap measure that could possibly slow down the inflationary spiral that we're in. Personally, I'm tired of artificial remedies. The Fed holds interest rates artificially low. The petrodollar scheme creates artificial demand. We need radical solutions. Radical solution number one. Drill for gold. What the heck are you talking about? You don't drill for gold. Well, here's what I mean. Adjust the oil drilling leases on current federal land so that a certain percentage of the take is allocated to a separate reserve that is sold for gold that is then used to back the U.S. dollar. 
and another separate reserve whereby the proceeds of the sale are used to actually pay down the debt. Regarding the former, the gold would be stored and used to back the U.S. dollar. That's what Russia is doing right now. They invaded Ukraine and the ruble's value crumbled against the U.S. dollar and other Western currencies. Within a month, it had fully recovered because Putin sold his oil for gold and other non-dollar denominated currencies. In the meantime, he's been stockpiling gold for over a decade. Another idea similar to drill for gold is farm for gold. Set aside some of the federal land that is suitable for farming, sell the crops and use the proceeds to pay down the debt, or sell the crops for gold that is then used to back the dollar. Some of you may be wondering, what do our gold reserves look like today? Well, I found a chart from the World Gold Council that shows the top 10 central banks' holdings of gold. The United States has over 8,000 tons of gold, which is more than double the next in line, which is Germany, with 3,500 tons. Gold is currently priced at about $1,900 an ounce. There are 32,000 ounces in a ton, so the United States' gold reserves are worth approximately $500 billion. What's our national debt again? Mm-hmm. $30 trillion. What's the M3 money supply? $20 trillion. So essentially, our gold reserves are a drop in the bucket. Man, our nation is run by a bunch of corrupt, willfully negligent assholes who were elected to represent and protect their constituents from shit like this. We are so screwed. Let's turn our focus from the gargantuan, wild, untamed elephant, the national debt, to our much more controllable, domesticated puppy, that is if you take the time to train it, the federal spending. There are some procedural issues that will need to be ironed out, like discretionary and non-discretionary spending. Congress has hamstrung itself in the future with these designations. You can't touch non-discretionary like Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid. Regardless, I think my solutions make this a moot point. Entitlement programs, like Social Security, Medicare, unemployment compensation, are the biggest portions of the budget. Medicare continues to grow because of higher health care costs. But these mandatory programs were created by acts of Congress. They can't be cut without another act of Congress. The majority of Congress would have to agree to change the laws that enable that. That's unlikely to happen unless we get these radical leaders that I'm talking about. Current Social Security and Medicare recipients are going to go batshit crazy if they propose cutting these programs. 50% of the federal budget is Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. All three of those programs are totally unconstitutional. 15% of the budget is military. We spend more than double what China spends. It's the epitome of the drunken sailor syndrome, except the military-industrial complex is the drunken sailor. You make me king for a day... I get a balanced budget amendment to the Constitution ratified. While that might take years to get through, in the meantime, I would push Congress to pass legislation that demands a balanced budget. It's time for the federal government to live within its means. How do we do that, you ask? Number one, all federal agencies that cannot point to the Constitution to justify its existence will be abolished. We will release all those workers into the real economy where they can actually do something productive. Well, what about all the work those agencies do? The states can absorb any legitimate duties handled by these agencies. That means no more federal dollars going to health care, infrastructure, education. That means no more Department of Interior or the Energy Department or HHS, FDA, CDC, 
FDIC, EPA, HUD, Labor Department, no more Department of Agriculture, or the Transportation Department, or the Securities and Exchange Commission. Homeland Security, gone. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Amtrak, gone, gone, gone. Whatever agencies make the cut, get across-the-board budget cuts of 20 to 30%. Then their budgets are frozen for a few years while we sort all this shit out. Tax reform will also require radical reform. I would recommend repealing the 16th Amendment, abolish income tax, and the IRS. Replace it either with a flat tax or a consumption tax, or better yet, go back to the nation's founding, where the federal government determined how much money it needed to accomplish the few things they are empowered to do, and they apportion the amount out to the states, which is just a fancy way of saying the states pay their portion of the budget based on the percentage of population that resides in each state. Oh, and there'd be no more corporate tax and no more capital gains tax. So the federal government's out of the welfare business altogether. That goes down to the states. While we're restructuring spending, we would have to privatize Social Security. People below a certain age would not get any Social Security benefits. They would contribute dollars to an account that they own and control. Current recipients would get their benefits, and some provisions would have to be made for those who are close to the retirement age. Or, you know what? The government just defaults on the Ponzi scheme. I mean, that is an option. Obamacare would be abolished, as would all federal government spending on health care. We would encourage the issuance of guaranteed renewable health insurance policies. Two final thoughts. I was going to spend some time talking about mass deportations of people who enter the country illegally, but I don't know that that will even be necessary once all welfare goodies are taken away. This has nothing to do with the debt or federal spending, but just some cleanup that would likely need to occur in the, this arena regardless. And the more I think about it, the states will handle their own deportation. So who knows? Some states might kick a bunch of people out and others will welcome them in. And finally, while we're resetting America and putting her on a more secure footing, I would push for the repeal of the 17th Amendment as well. This would reinstate the constitutional provision of senators being appointed by their respective state legislatures, making them accountable to the people of the state, not to lobbyists and globalists. So what do you think? Do you think we could save the sinking financial ship known as America by employing any of these ideas? Please share your thoughts in the comment sections of whatever platform you may be listening to this on or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast.